Hi, this is Eve Decker. Welcome to my podcast, Loved, Mindful and Musical Perspectives on Daily Life. Episode 3, Mindfulness. Mindfulness is awareness. It's noticing. Noticing what's happening right here in the moment as you're living it. John Kabat-Zinn, founder of Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction, defines mindfulness as a particular way of paying attention on purpose in the present moment and non-judgmentally. Meditation teacher Joseph Goldstein describes mindfulness as the opposite of absent-mindedness. You are here. Mindfulness has a quality of non-interfering awareness which we're familiar with from our enjoyment of music. When we're focused on listening to music, our minds are open and attentive, not attempting to control what comes next, not reflecting on the notes just passed. The Buddha taught that mindfulness is a profound tool for reducing suffering. He described present moment awareness of body, senses, thoughts and emotions, and more as, quote, the direct path for the disappearance of stress and discontent, unquote. Modern research has underscored his 2,600-year-old discovery. A regular mindfulness practice has been shown to boost the immune system, increase positive emotions, fight depression, strengthen learning, memory, emotion regulation, and empathy, improve attention skills, foster compassion and altruism, Enhance relationships, including intimate relationships, friendships, work relationships, and parental relationships with children. Mindfulness helps schools, healthcare professionals, prisoners, and veterans cope with stress. And it even encourages healthier eating habits. The simple part of mindfulness is just noticing what is happening right now. Most people are able to do this some of the time so that we can function in the world. But the rest of the time, we're much more likely to be noticing our thoughts than the simple experience of the present moment. It's that habit of being involved with our thoughts that can make mindfulness challenging. But if we practice mindfulness, we can get better at it. Thai Buddhist teacher Ajahn Damodaro said, Everyone has some degree of mindfulness. The ordinary business of life, driving a car, baking bread, and so on, requires that we're mindful or attentive to the present moment to some extent. But this usually alternates each minute with long lapses of forgetfulness. A person who has no mindfulness at all is mad, completely scattered, and out of contact, unquote. What Ajahn Damodaro is calling forgetfulness is now known to science as the default mode network of the thinking mind. It's hardwired and also automatic, habituated, and not tracking for happiness. It's natural to our minds, and we benefit from holding it with patience and even appreciation. But intentionally increasing moments of awareness rather than automated thought radically improves well-being. So how do we practice mindfulness? The most effective long-term strategy is a daily meditation practice. A half hour or more daily practice has shown the best results, 
but significant positive results are shown from just a few minutes a day. For many of us, even finding 10 to 15 minutes each day to sit quietly and practice awareness of our body, senses, or breath can feel impossible. If that's you, there is good news. Recent studies have shown that even three minutes a day can make a difference to well-being. Experts on habit building suggest making the practice small enough that resistance won't have much of a foothold. If you were to have a daily sitting practice, take some time to consider when would be the easiest time of day to do it? And how short would it need to be to be doable? Think about where you would practice and how to support yourself so that you will continue. In addition to cultivating mindfulness through formal meditation, we can choose regular things that happen in daily life and decide or intend to use them as mindful moments. At any point during your day, with any ordinary action, you can intend to bring your mind fully into noticing that experience. For example, you could choose your alarm going off, or getting out of bed, your shower, getting dressed, making breakfast, etc. Or later in the day, driving to work, taking the elevator, working at the computer, eating lunch, driving home. And really notice what you're sensing in a given moment, the sights, sounds, and smells that ordinarily slip by without reaching your conscious awareness. Tune in to your body's physical sensations, like the water hitting your skin in the shower, or the way your body rests in your office chair. What you'll notice as you practice mindfulness more often through your day is that this present moment is the only moment in which you're ever actually alive. What's happening now, right now, is worth being present for. The ancient Persian poet Hafiz said, This place you are right now, God circled on a map for you. If we put down the thinking mind and instead direct our awareness to the present, we see we're actually inhabiting an ever-changing now and that there's something precious and miraculous about it and deserving of our attention. As we strengthen our capacity to stay in the present, we begin to more regularly perceive things we were missing that were there all the time. Instead of taking things for granted, we can begin to savor them. Poet Mary Oliver describes this in her poem, Mindful. Every day I see or hear something that more or less kills me with delight, that leaves me like a needle in the haystack of light. It was what I was born for, to look, to listen, to lose myself inside this soft world, to instruct myself over and over in joy and acclamation. Nor am I talking about the exceptional, the fearful, the dreadful, the very extravagant, but of the ordinary, the common, the very drab, the daily presentation. Oh, good scholar, I say to myself, How can you help but grow wise with such teachings as these? 
the untrimmable light of the world, the ocean's shine, the prayers that are made out of grass. Mindfulness supports wonder and appreciation, two energies associated with happiness. It's wise to give ourselves the replenishment of stepping out of thought and experiencing what is happening in the present moment. Sometimes we hold the paradox of awareness of the stress in the world and appreciation for our own present moment experience. And as the Buddha put it, a direct path for the disappearance of stress and discontent. I wrote this song after a day of mindfulness practice. It's called Given to You. I am breathing. I don't know why. But I know it's a gift. Earth and sky. Every exhale. Every in-breath. The whole universe telling me. Yeah. Have this body a traveling sweet devoted companion, warm and spacious mystery, a priceless gift bestowed to me. I cannot tell you why we're here, so broken. Oh
This podcast was produced, recorded, and edited by my brother, Ben Decker. For information about individual or group Dharma coaching sessions, classes, and live concerts, go to my website, evedecker.com. There, you can also buy and download music from any of my five albums. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Loved. We are loved.